So Jake White was on some next level weirdness back in 2006 because <laughs> also at that point uh, France was saying it only started um, six matches for, for the Sharks at that point, all of which were at 10. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. Off the ball daily. Yeah, I'm loving it so far. I think the last few weeks I've definitely felt a bit more at ease. Um, you know, a few games on my belt and kind of, I suppose, maybe getting the confidence back up of understand like maybe kind of bridging that gap of what I can bring to a team and stuff like that so definitely feeling a bit more at ease now the last few weeks Were you watching Zach Tui and Mark O'Connor the other day for the Geelong Cats? Yeah we were we, we watched it um, so it was great great for the Irish lads um, big big win big big gap so um, yeah it was a good win for them Talk to us about the football because you've got to get to grips with how you handle that football how does it differ to a Gaelic football? Well, I suppose the the uncertainty of where the ball's going to bounce, I think, you know, you could be running straight towards it and it's going the opposite direction. But more so than that, I think it's probably the positional sense and structures on the pitch is definitely something that, um, you know, that kind of the flair, maybe I think you have a bit more back home. You're kind of, you know, I wouldn't say you're limited, but it's in, it's definitely more structured on the pitch. So it's kind of trying to find that balance of bringing your natural abilities while also sticking to it, to a team plan. You know, when I get a games pitch, you're dealing with a rectangle. This is more of an, a circular uh, pitch, isn't it? You've got, you got to be aware of what's behind you as well as what's in front of you. Yeah, yeah. They, they call them the oval anyway. So they, um, yeah, it's definitely a different shape. And even the, you know, the interchange of coming on and off is, is funny because you're, you take, you're taking two seconds, I suppose, to kind of get your breath and you're going back on. Whereas back home, you're probably t- being taken off for, for a reason. You're probably not just playing your best. So you're probably overthinking something or, you know, you're gone for, for most of the game normally. So it's definitely kind of um, a learning curve across those type of aspects as well. Why did you decide to go down, Vicky? Um, personally, I probably just wanted to, wanted a challenge, challenge, a new challenge. I wanted to kind of try my hand at a different sport. I suppose growing up, I would have tried lots of different sports and like Gaelic I think will always be that that one love um, you know that that sport that you've been playing since such a young age but uh, again the semi-professional environment and I think it's kind of going towards a professional environment is something that's exciting and kind of you know something that would have appealed to me from a younger age so to kind of get that chance to do it in a time when yeah the sport is probably still in its infancy but it's growing at a fast pace so it's an exciting time to be part of it. Cora Staunton was on the Saturday panel with the start to the uh, men's game on Saturday. And she says that she's living the dream. She doesn't have to worry about a 35-hour week. Like She she loved her time with Mayo and the GAA. But uh, the fact that she's paid to be a professional athlete, it really is something that you know she really would have strived for. Is that something that you have a similar view of? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm doing two days a week, just working in the club as well over here, just, I suppose, to keep keep your career and a kind of professional aspect going as well and that, that side of things but like it, it does show I think you know again drawing that comparison of athletes and dairy farmers and everything like that so the fact of you know when you are given that chance to fully give your give your time to something obviously you can strive for better things and the maybe the smaller things those one percenters that can actually make a huge difference you mightn't might always have time for them when you're trying to balance a full-time career as well so it's definitely a um, I suppose one of the main selling factors of coming over here. Do you still intend to go back to Mead and play with Mead? Um, I absolutely don't intend last year to be my last summer in the Mead jersey. Yeah, absolutely not. But um, I suppose it's just a case of waiting um, to see structurally how the this season goes in terms of, you know, next year it could be a long longer season over here and then 
back home, whether they're going to keep that split season and things like that. So at the moment, um, I think for me, ignorance is bliss. I'm going to just focus on this up until November um, and I'll probably take take it from there. Okay, okay. Just in terms of, um, you know, physicality, is that something that you're embracing now, the more physical aspect of the sport? Because it just seems, whether it's right or wrong, that ladies get a couple of shot away from that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think even kind of retraining the brain over here that like what you are allowed to do and kind of making the most of it because I think sometimes during the games I forget that I'm allowed to be more physical just because you're so ingrained back home to to you know it has to be out in the hopper on the solo and things but it also I think translates really well over here because you're so used to having to get so close to the ball back home to make a tackle without you know bodily contact that over here it's kind of it's it's a benefit and you're kind of used to doing it that when you can you don't have to get as close and then you can also use a lot more physicality it kind of I think goes in our favour a little bit over here In terms of approaches were you approached to go down to Australia or did you make inquiries how did it all kind of evolve? Um, yeah I suppose it's an image of approached and then you're talking to a few various clubs and I suppose trying to find the right fit for you obviously it's it's a difficult one when it's just zoom meetings and you're trying to get a, an understanding of the culture and the people in the club but um yeah look at the moment i'm delighted with my decision with north melbourne and you know the girls and the culture in the club and everything like that is something that i'm delighted to be part of uh has other ladies getting footballers been asking you what it's like uh, you know would you give any advice if somebody was maybe approached about going down obviously it's a very personal decision for everybody but there is an attractiveness to it that it's hard to resist yeah, there's an attractiveness to it, but I also think maybe sometimes there could be somewhat of a glamorization to it and the fact of, you know, Australia playing professional sport, but it also, you know, with that comes, it, it is your job, you know, that kind of way. It's not, it's, it's, there's other kind of, I suppose, pressure factors to it. But yeah, like at the moment, I'm enjoying it. I can only speak from a personal level. Um, I think it's difficult sometimes you know, you just want to, you, sometimes you want that ball to be round and you want it to be back home playing a meet, but at the same time, it is, it's a great opportunity. And, and um, I suppose if people are given the opportunity, they'll have to weigh up the factors to themselves. But I'm I'm glad I waited um, until I was, I'm 24 now and I'm, I'm glad I kind of waited until this age to, to feel that I can come over and fully adapt into it. I don't think, um, I don't know how I would have fared at, at a younger age. How satisfying was it to go back to back with me, Vicky? Uh, yeah, indescribable, like as in it's the people you're playing with since under 12s, under 14s and to do it two years in a row and to, um, to, to you know, to, to achieve things that maybe people thought we couldn't was great. But I don't know, I think maybe there's been this narrative that that's the end of it, but I, I'm absolutely sure that that's not. Um, and I know the girls back home are already raring to go for next year. So. So it's been an amazing journey from intermediate to win the All-Ireland in that whirlwind last year, beating the dubs. And sometimes it's harder to go back to back, whether it's hunger, whether it's there to be shot at. It, it, it is very, very special to become a, a team that wins twice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of my neighbours um, from back home, I remember a guy, he sent me a card after we won the first All-Ireland. And this is honestly probably not even a week after it. And the first thing in the card was, it was something along the lines of, you know, good teams win once, great teams win twice. And after, get, after this year, you know, um, he, he sent me a nice message, you know, saying that we've done it now, the two in a row. So John Cuff, a proud Mayo man. So he was, he was dead right. I think, you know, you want to win once, but then once you have that taste of it, you want to keep going. What's the routine then on the week, Vicky? Are you, you know, you're training a few times a week? Uh, 
like our matches generally on the weekends? Is there a lot of travel involved? Um, like how much uh, preparation time is going into your football? Yeah, so we do at the moment, it's three, three kind of trainings a week. Um, probably a recovery session on a Monday, depending on the day, the, the kind of the day of the weekend that your game is. And then you're training from probably about four to about half nine, just that that's including, you know, your mobility, your pre-training, your post-training recovery, all that kind of stuff. And then we'd probably have a day of travel if it's a game, if it's away. And then you have your your game day and you fly home that night. Or if it's, you know, in Victoria, in Melbourne itself, it's, it's not too bad. It's not a huge amount of travel. Um, but yeah, I suppose it's, it's consuming in the sense of if your game's on the Friday, you're thinking of how you're recovering for the rest of the weekend. And then if your game's on a Sunday, you know, it's what you're focusing for for the entire weekend so it's um it is it's full on i suppose it's semi-professional but like the same as same as a farmer back home i don't think you can escape it it's you know you're constantly thinking about it off the ball daily